Hi friends, welcome to the Front Porch Life podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm so glad you have joined me. My hope is that the Front Porch would be a place for you to rest, connect with other women through our stories, and refocus your attention on Jesus. So grab your coffee and join me on the porch. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Front Porch Life podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me. And today I'm going to do a solo episode about a topic that um, some of you mentioned that you would want to hear me talk about. And this is also a topic that I feel like has been on my mind a lot this summer. Um, It's really been on my mind a lot you know, my whole life, but, um, (laughs) I've had more of a encouraging time with it this summer. Um, and that topic is our bodies. Um, so the idea of our body image, um, right now, a big phrase is body positivity. We hear body shame, body insecurities, just all of those things. Um, so we're going to dive into that today. And I do want to say just a quick, you know, caveat that I am very um, fresh and um, vulnerable in this journey of um, body positivity and thinking about my body through God's eyes. So I'm really just verbally processing with you of the things that I've been thinking about. Um, Some of these things I say might resonate with you. Some you might disagree with. That's okay. I mean, I think we're all on our own journeys when it comes to our body and how we view our bodies. And so if you don't agree with something, it's okay. And you can let me know that. I mean, I'm always open to hearing other people's perspectives. Um, I'm just speaking from where I am right now in this present moment. And, you know, two years from now, I probably would have said some things differently. And in the future, I probably will say some things differently, but this is just, my thoughts as of (laughs) July, 2021. So yeah. Um, really I started thinking about this topic this summer. Um, an author that I've heard of before, but I'd never read any of her books. Her name is Jess Connolly and she released a book this summer called breaking free from body shame. And I had heard her interviewed on a couple podcasts this summer and Everything she was saying just felt like freedom to me. And it's a topic that we don't always talk about in the church. Um, And I think that that's part of the problem. I mean, all of us have some insecurities about our bodies, about um, what our bodies look like or Um, what our bodies can do and how clothes look on our bodies, but we're not really talking about that in the church. So I think reading this book was a cool way to start that conversation. Um, I actually put a post up on Instagram recently about this topic and just had so many wonderful comments of other women that are really thinking about these things. And so I just wanted to continue this conversation. Um, So a lot of what I'm going to be pulling from is from her book. So I would really recommend that you get a copy and I'll put the name of the book in the show notes. Um, But a lot, some of this comes from her. So (laughs) giving her the credit, but one thing that she talked about is that 90% of women 
say that they struggle with their body image and um, 95% of men. So while women aren't talking about this as much as we would want them to, men certainly are not talking about this. So I think that not only should we be encouraging women to be open about these topics in the church, but we should also be encouraging men because that's oftentimes a conversation that does not come up in their circles and they feel very alone in that. So, you know, guys, maybe the guys that are listening, I don't know if there's any guys listening at this point, but um, this is for you too. Or women, if you have a boyfriend, a brother, fiance of husbands, you can talk about this with them too. Um, but I kind of wanted to give just a little background. Um, I mean, I am very fortunate that I have a body that is healthy. Um, you know, I, I'm able to run, I'm able to, you know, eat and do all the things. I don't have any impairments to my body. Um, So I'm super blessed in that, and that's not the case for everyone. Um, But growing up, I always felt like my weight fluctuated pretty easily. So, you know, if I went through a season of going out to dinner a lot and going to birthday parties and things like that, I felt like my body gained weight pretty easily. But then if I hunkered down and really tried to look at what I was eating and exercise more. I felt like I could lose weight relatively easily too. Um, but along with that, I just felt like because my body could fluctuate so much that people noticed when my body would fluctuate. And I don't know if they noticed or not. I mean, truth be told, they probably didn't. But in my mind, the motivation was that I didn't want other people to see me have more weight on me. Um, and so I wanted to lose that weight in order to look better to other people. Um, so that was kind of growing up. And then, you know, in this present time, I'm coming off of having two babies back to back. So I was pregnant with Josie. Um, Josie was born. And then three months later, I found out I was pregnant again. So you know, my body hadn't had much time at all to heal um, after Josie was born before I was pregnant again. So, you know, when you're pregnant, there can be some insecurities that come with that too. I mean, people are looking at your body a lot, you know, asking, can I see the bump? Or, you know, when you go up to someone, they aren't looking at your eyes, they're looking at your belly. And and I do the same thing. I'm trying not to do it as much, but we do the same thing. Because when someone's pregnant, we want to see what they look like. But for me, especially that second time, I just felt like I, when I, especially in the early in the pregnancy with Emmy, I felt like I didn't look pregnant. I just looked overweight. And again, that's probably my own perception. Um, but I felt some shame in that I hadn't had time to let my body heal from pregnancy number one. And then I was immediately going into pregnancy number two and just feeling like, bleh, you know, just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> like what is happening to my body, you know? Um, so that was, that was tough. I mean, when I got further along in my pregnancy, then it was more obvious that I was pregnant. But at the beginning, I just felt like people couldn't tell and that they just thought I still had a bunch of baby weight, which, Hey, like you have a baby. No, I'm not the person that's saying we go back to our pre-pregnancy body. Like, I don't think that's a thing. So anyway, that's just a side note. But um, anyway, so that was pretty tough. But on the positive side, after having Emmy, I feel like God has just given me such a wonderful piece about my body this second go around with being postpartum. I I know how easily my brain can go to the unhealthy place of feeling insecure or comparing my body to other women. And I just feel like God has been protecting me um, in these last few months in this whole postpartum period. Like, um, yeah, there's there are times when it's, you know, tough to see stretch marks because I have a lot of them, you know, from being pregnant and, um, that can be tough or to see, you know, I still have a lot of, um, changes in my body and my hips and my stomach, you know, all of those things. But I just think God has gifted me and giving me more peace than I ever thought I would have at this point about my body. Um, and I'm just really thankful for that. Um, and moving forward in this conversation, I am going to be saying the phrase body positivity. Um, but I'm not saying body positivity in that we just can eat whatever we want and not move our bodies and just do whatever we want and it doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is that God created our bodies and he doesn't want us to feel shame in our bodies and our bodies are good just as they are right now. God made our bodies good and we don't have to, you know, go on a super hardcore diet or, um, you know, do whole 30 or, run a marathon in order to have our bodies be good. God made them good, but because he made them good, we want to take care of them and we want to do things that continue to make our bodies feel good to mirror the way that God made our bodies good. So just wanted to clarify that before we move forward. Um, but I did want to kind of talk about how that idea of God creating our bodies and God seeing our bodies as good and how we can start to shift our mindset to see our bodies as good. Um, how that connects with our movement, like exercise and how that connects with eating. So one thing that I've been learning with exercise and with movement is that I used to go to the gym with the mindset that I'm exercising so that I can eat what I want, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to go to the gym today so that tomorrow I can eat a donut and not feel bad about it. And I just don't think that's the right motivation. And it doesn't, um, that's not sustainable for me because personally, I don't like to go to the gym that much. I mean, I will go, but <laughs> it's not like, I crave it or I just love going. So 
eventually, if that's my motivation, I'm just going to eat the donut and I'm not going to go to the gym and I'm not going to care, you know? (laughs) So I've been trying to think about what the motivation for me can be to exercise and to move my body. And I'm starting to think about connecting with what feels good for my body. So sometimes my body just needs to go on a walk you know, and listen to some music or listen to a podcast. And that feels good to my body. Sometimes lifting weights feels good. Sometimes I just need to stretch. Sometimes I need to dance. Like (laughs) there are times in my basement that I will be doing a different exercise, like lifting weights and a song will come on that we did Zumba classes to in college. Um, Shout out to Brittany. She was awesome. And I'll remember the dance and I'll just do it, you know, because my body just wants to move in that way. Um, But I'm just trying to have my motivation be, I'm moving my body to make me feel good and to celebrate my body and to celebrate that I can move and to connect with what actually feels good to my body on that day. And when I posted about this on Instagram, uh, my friend Victoria, who was a guest on the podcast a couple weeks ago, she's a fitness instructor and she commented on my post and just had this amazing insight. So I want to read you what she said. She said, as a fitness instructor, this is super important to me. Working out tends to be associated with fitting in your skinny jeans or dropping pounds. Yes, it can do that, but I believe to experience the best of what exercise can do for you, it shouldn't be your motivation. Motivation is so, so powerful and so, so good for the mind, body, and soul. A while back, I shifted my perspective to I'm working out not to punish my body for what I ate or how tight my pants are, but rather to celebrate all my body and mind are capable of. Focusing less on the number of calories burned, miles ran, whatever, and more on how you're working out as a way to take care of yourself and nourish your body and mind can change it all. I thought that was really good. I mean, how many times do we hear people say they are looking for the number of calories they're burning in order to make up for what they ate earlier that day? I just think that is so much bondage. I you know, I've done that too. And it's not fun. It's just not fun. Like you're sitting there running on the treadmill and you're like, Oh, I've only burned 200 calories. I need to get to 350. Like that does not motivate me. And that does not make me excited to go to the gym again. Um, so I'm just trying to take that pressure off. And so far that's brought me a ton of freedom because it's not me exercising to burn off a certain amount of calories. It's exercising to get my heart rate up and to make my body feel good. So let's talk about eating and our body image. I know that there are lots of different, um, lifestyles in terms of eating. And I'm not just talking about diets. I'm talking about, um, you know, plant-based or vegan or keto, you know, those kinds of things where it's not necessarily saying I'm eating this many calories for, you know, this day and for this meal and measuring food, but just more of like a mindset or a lifestyle about eating. Um, again, 
For me, I'm starting to realize that I want to eat what makes me feel good. Um, I had tried Whole30, um, I guess it was two years ago, and I think Whole30 is great. I think it was a great way to um, like look at what you're eating and look at the ingredients of things and to be more cognizant of what you're putting into your body. But for me, and this is my opinion, I felt deprived. Like I felt like the whole time I was doing Whole30, I was thinking about the things that I couldn't eat <laughs> instead of the things that I could eat. Um, and so it wasn't sustainable for me. It wasn't something that I could do, you know, mo moving forward for the rest of my life. Um, I, it was a good like reset for me. I did it in January as a lot of people do whole 30 in January to start off their year. Um, but it, again, it wasn't something that I could have done for the rest of my life moving forward. So, you know, I think food is hard because there's a lot of emotional baggage with food. Um, I mean, I am definitely the person that if I have a hard day, I either want ice cream or something sweet, or I want a glass of wine, you know, and it's not necessarily that my body needs that. It's I've created an emotional connection to that. Um, and so it's hard. Like food is just hard. <laughs> um, but one thing for me was I did have gestational diabetes when I was pregnant with Emmy. Um, and this is another topic, but I feel like there's a lot of like shame that comes with that, like feeling that, um, you know, it's your fault that you have gestational diabetes or you weren't eating healthy enough and that's why you have it. And the more and more research I've done, like that is not the case. I mean, I did not have it with Josie. I did have it with Emmy. Some of the healthiest people I know had it when they were pregnant. So sidebar, but anyway, it has nothing to do with <laughs> you. It's just the way your body reacts to being pregnant. But so when I found out I had gest gestational diabetes at first, it really felt like a burden. And, you know, again, it felt like that whole 30 idea of like, well, these are all the things I can't eat. Um, but as I went through that, you know, my motivation was a little different because it wasn't about me at that point. It was about my baby and wanting to keep my baby healthy and safe. So that's a better motivation to be eating well. Um, but as I went through that, I started to realize how much better my body felt when my blood sugar was under control. So I was focusing on carbs and sugar and limiting those, not cutting them out completely, but looking at, okay, can I have some whole grains, you know, to get those, get more fiber and get, you know, more bang for my buck when it came to eating carbs. And my body just felt so much better. Like I had horrible, um, Oh, it's called, oh, heartburn. I had horrible heartburn with both pregnancies. And then as soon as I started changing my diet, I, I did not have any more heartburn. So all that to say, you know, you, you deliver, you have the baby, you don't have diabetes anymore. So you can go back to eating whatever you want really. But, um, I did find this book called body love that's written by Kelly Levesque and her, um, 
whole deal is she works on your blood sugar levels as well. So since I had just been through that, it made a lot of sense to me when I was reading her book. And so she's not one that's saying you can't have this, you can't have this, you can't have this, but she's talking about, okay, well, when you do have this, this is what happens. And it's okay to have the ice cream. Like I am the person that I'm going to eat the ice cream. I'm going to have the cheeseburger. Like it's about balance to me, but it's realizing that, okay, when I do eat that, my blood sugar is going to spike and then it's going to crash faster and more dramatically. And then that's going to impact my choices that I have at the next meal. Um, so her, um, thought is to look at balancing your blood sugar. Again, this is just something that works for me. It might not work for you. It might not work for your lifestyle or um, just your food preferences, but it's something that I'm looking into. Um, But I just think we have to have food freedom because our food is so connected with the way we view our body um, and how our body feels. So yeah, I am going to eat the ice cream. I am going to eat the cheeseburger. But if I had that every single day, my body's not going to feel good. And then if my body's not feeling good, that's going to impact my mental health. It's going to impact how I view my body. Um, and so I, I can't do that every day, but I can do it every once in a while. Um, so that's, that's my thought with it, you know, is, is if I'm truly viewing my body as good and I view my body as something that God created, then I do want to take care of it. But I also don't want to feel enslaved to a super strict diet. So, um, balance. I just think that's the key word is balance. Um, finally with this topic, I wanted to talk about clothes I think that's the hardest part is when you are having trouble viewing yourself in a way that is positive. Um, Your clothes can make a huge difference in that. Um, One of the things that I did after Josie was born is my mom and I went shopping and I bought jeans that fit me right then. So I was only two months postpartum. I was definitely not fitting into my you know, pre-pregnancy jeans, but I didn't want to wear my maternity jeans anymore because I just was tired of wearing them. So I went to the store and I bought, I think three pairs of jeans that fit me at that present moment that I liked and that I felt good in. And I still have those jeans. And honestly, they still fit me because my body is just different now. And I still love those jeans and I wear them all the time. And I think You know, I kept some clothes in my closet from my pre-pregnancy days that I thought, oh, maybe if I just keep them, eventually I'll be able to fit into them. But it just caused me more stress than I needed. And if I'm truly motivating myself with my eating and with my exercise by thinking about what feels good to my body and thinking about what makes um, me happy, me thinking about those jeans in the closet while I'm exercising, that doesn't make me happy. So I just think buy clothes that fit you now, you know, like feel good in what you're wearing. I just bought, I shared this on Instagram. I don't know. 
well, it's today, but you guys are hearing this a couple weeks later, but I bought biker shorts from Target because we've been riding bikes and, you know, it's just not very comfortable when your legs are, you know, not in biker shorts. But at first when I put them on, I just thought, oh my gosh, like no one would want to see me in these and I don't want to see myself in these and that that just wasn't the right mindset and so today when I went to work out I just put them on and they felt good and I felt confident in them and then I ended up wearing them the rest of the day and you know there was that little part of me that thought what does someone else think about what my body looks like in these biker shorts but I just thought, you know what? I don't care. Like I like them. They're comfortable and I feel good in them. So that's what matters. Who cares what anyone else thinks? Um, so just buy clothes that fit you. And one of the companies that I've been buying from, it's a small, well, it's not small anymore, but it was a small business that comes out of LA. It's called Carly Jean Los Angeles. And she makes these amazing clothes that are super cute all of my denim comes from them because they're just stretchy and cute and um, just like realistic clothes and they're Christians and they just have such a great positive way of making clothes for different body types. So I just love them and you should check them out. But I just have ended up buying lots of clothes from them because I feel good in their clothes and I'm not worried about you know, the size of my jeans being a lot higher than it was two years ago because they look good on me and, you know, who cares? <laughs> At least that's what I'm working on. Um, so I hope that that's something you can be thinking about too. And I just wanted to end this with just, I don't know, let's just motivate ourselves. Like, let's be the generation that is positive about our bodies and models that to our kids. Like I want us to influence our babies, like influence them hard. <laughs> um, I think the first thing is let's just encourage movement together. Um, you know, have your family go on a walk together. My neighbors, I think it is so cool. Almost every night they just go on a walk as a family and it's not them like, you know, trying to train for a 5k or a marathon. It's just, they go for a walk and they're talking and they're getting exercise. And that's what I want to do with my girls. Like, I just want to take them on a walk. I want to say, let's, you know, let's go ride our bikes. And, and when you're doing that together, talk about how it makes your bodies feel good. And, um, you know, do you like doing this kind of exercise? How does it make your body feel? How do you feel afterwards? Not, oh, we had pizza for dinner tonight, so let's go on a walk and walk it off. Like our language is so important and I just don't wanna be saying that anymore. I don't wanna be saying I'm going on a walk because I had pizza for dinner. Like I had pizza for dinner tonight and I'm not going on a walk for that reason. Like if I'm gonna go on a walk, it's because it's beautiful outside. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, with your kids too, like eating what makes our bodies feel good. So talk about like, you know, this, this chicken and this broccoli, like it makes my body feel good. I have energy for the day and not shaming when we do eat something that's not quote unquote healthy, but just saying like, 
oh, this is so delicious, isn't it? Um, but you know, we, my body wouldn't feel good if I had this every day. So it's a treat that we're having it today. You know, those kinds of things, just not putting such an emotional um, aspect to our food with our kids. And finally, I think we just have to use words with the people around us and especially with our kids that are not, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That are not like pointing out what their bodies look like in terms of a way of um, comparing them. So instead of saying like, oh, you look really thin or have you lost weight? Like saying things like you look so strong today or you look beautiful or wow, like God made us just this way or you look healthy. I think those are the kinds of things that we can say to each other that are true. Like they are true. You do look healthy or you do look strong today, but it's not saying, um, you know, what your body looks like in terms of comparing it to our world's idea of body image or comparing it to your weight. Um, so I just, I just want to encourage us like, please, please, please let's think about this. Let's think about the way that we talk about our bodies. Um, even if it's just you and your spouse talking, like Mike and I have to catch each other all the time and we have to hold each other accountable. And like, I'll say things sometimes and it sounds cheesy, but he'll just look at me and be like, don't talk to my wife like that. You know, like you wouldn't say that to anyone else. So don't say that to yourself. Like don't say negative things like that about yourself. Um, and I think we just have to keep each other accountable and that's how we can make real change in our own minds and in the minds of our kids. So I know I'm like on a soapbox right now, but <laughs> I'm just passionate about this. Like this is something that we need to talk about. And I feel like I'm starting to experience some freedom in that. And I just want other people to experience that too. Um, so to close, I am the kind of person where if I have a bunch of different voices in my ear telling me things about different topics, it's overwhelming. So I've broken kind of like what I'm focusing on right now with this topic down into different sections. And I just have a couple voices that I'm listening to at this moment, like for eating. I'm really just using the book Body Love by Kelly Levesque. And I'm just using that as my motivation right now. It might be something different later, but right now that's what I'm using. Clothes. I always love Target. Love them. But Carly Jean, Carly Jean Los Angeles, CGLA. I buy their clothes. I like their business model. I like the way they talk about bodies. I like the clothes. Mike will tell me I spend too much money there, but I like it. And I just, I feel good in their clothes. Um, Revelation Wellness. I've talked about them on Instagram and Facebook. They are a company that has free workouts with their videos, free workouts where the instructor is reading scripture while you're working out. And I have done their workouts this summer and I've loved them. It's the only workout I've done. And I feel like I'm getting a good workout. My body feels good, but my mind is also being reminded of truth. So I love that. And then finally, the book Breaking Free from Body Shame by Jess Connolly. Love it, love it, love it. Please go read it. Guys or girls, doesn't matter. I just think it's a really, really important conversation. 
So to sum this all up, (laughs) God made your body. Your body is good as it is right now. Your body is good. And we are trying to partner with God to see our bodies as good as well and doing things to continue to make our bodies feel good and so that we can view them as good. So anyway, give yourself some love and we will see you back next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Front Porch Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends on social media, send them the link, or you can also follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Front Porch Life Podcast. You can also support the show by going to the link that is at the bottom of the show notes. Finally, if you do subscribe to the podcast, please feel free to leave a review um, just to let others know why you enjoy it. Thank you so much for your support and we'll see you next Tuesday.